Hey, how you going everyone and welcome to the Halfa for uh, Tuesday the 13th of February 2017. It's a uh, kind of a warm night, the, as again the fan's off begin, I'm sweating just a bit. Uh, oh, hope, you, hope your day's been well, hope your day's, uh, your week since I last talked to you on Thursday has been good. Um, I was having a pretty good, pretty great weekend. Uh, in Newcastle, enjoyed my Saturday, and uh, Sunday was good too, and I uh, came back yesterday, and today we've just, uh, I don't know, we hit a bit of a snag today, and uh, yeah, just shit, quite a shit morning really, um, very shit morning, uh, yeah, so I, I pretty much just, um, I woke up this morning, and um, I got to talk about this because this is this is really kind of really pissed me off um, lately, and I'm getting really fed up with um, not not there's anything I can do about it, but I'm pretty getting I'm getting fed up with the fucking the way uh, the trains are going in Sydney, um, how they you know, and just nothing's been done about it. Pretty much, uh, I've, my complaints range a lot. From um, just updating them, really. I know it costs a lot of money, but um, and there's probably there is probably more important stuff to worry about. But there's just those trains, man. Not even just putting some air conditioners in them. Not even putting some fucking air conditioners in the trains. Like even in those old ones, um, I, I've got to take the old one to. Normally, I do have to take the old one to. Um, to school and then take the modern one, uh, the more modern one uh, with, with the aircons and shit, uh, back home. Uh, but there's some occasions where I do, um, I am able to take the modern one to and from. So I guess that's good. Uh, but there's, yeah, it's just really got to put some air conditioners in the fucking trains, man. Just um, well, wow. I think it was, I think it was last Tuesday, maybe. I think it was last Tuesday where. It was such a fucking hot day, and we were all bunched on this, and one of the old trains, we were all bunched together, everyone's sweating, uh, like, I thought people were going to fucking melt, and then, it just got, it just got worse, when uh, every station we approached just got worse, um, and then we finally got to Central, like, everybody, like, I, I saw, I saw some dude, like, kind of slick, because he had lost feeling in his legs, and that's how, that's how little the room is on the train, that's how, the stuffy the air is, and not only is there no air conditioners, that's what I was going to get to, there's no air conditioners, the windows don't work, there's no windows, so you're just locked in this stuffy compartment, um, yeah, you're just locked in the stuffy the compartment that just fucking... I don't know, it's just disgusting. And I, I just, I, at least put some aircons in. That's just, that's, that's my thing. You don't have to make it so fast, so crazy. Just, just, just put some aircons in, or just put a, make the windows fucking work. Jesus Christ. I almost want to drive, but then you got to worry about fucking Sydney's traffic. Oh, I just noticed that. It's on my foot. Um, but today really fucking broke the camel's back for me. Um, really broke the camel's back. 
So on, I was late to uh, school because. Oh, sorry, I just noticed this thing on my leg. It's really fucking annoying. I was um, I was late to school this morning because uh, the train. Um, I looked at trip view and the train said it would get there at um, a certain time, and uh, it was obviously before. Uh, well, I missed the morning because I'd accidentally slept from my alarm. Um, yeah, it just wasn't like literally just didn't didn't wake up and then listen to it and go like I slept through it like and I woke woke up and I was like it's like eleven o'clock I was like oh fuck me so I hope I was hoping this train would get me to the next train I was gonna get would get me to school before uh, lunch lunch break or during lunch break at least. Uh, so we get on the train that says, all right, this time, all right, that's good. Get on the train. It goes through, it goes through most, I mean, we get to, after we get to, as we get to Erskineville, we had to take our first, like, kind of little break. And I'm wondering, like, what's going on? Like, it's like a two minute break and then, then we go off again, then we get to Erskineville. People get on. Leave Erskineville. Um, and then we get to, and then before we even get to fucking Redfern, before we get to Redfern, we take another stop, about three minutes, and then we continue on, we get to Redfern, and then people get off at Redfern. We remain at Redfern, okay, get this, we remain at Redfern for nine minutes. I was checking my watch, nine fucking minutes. We don't relieve Redfern at nine minutes, until nine minutes has passed, and I'll, and this is fucking... This is fucking true because I was checking my watch and people, you know, people in the train were like wondering what the fuck's going on. There's no announcements coming for the speaker. Nothing's telling a shit. I'm just looking at, the, I'm just looking at the, uh, the train dude. I thought he would at least tell us what's going on. He's just fucking standing there clueless. There's no, again, there's no announcements saying that the delays or perhaps it could be delays. There's no announcements. Nothing, nothing's been said to us. We're just sitting there. And then the train isn't fucking moving. We're just... We're just sitting there. Sitting there. Nothing's going on. After nine minutes passes, doors close, we continue on. Now, before we get to Central, we stop three more times. Three more times for five minutes. At each time. We stop again. Five minutes. We stop. We continue on. Stop again. Five minutes. And then we stop again. Five minutes. We finally get the central. Uh, half an hour after I was supposed to get there. Half an hour after I was supposed to get there. I get off the train. And then I didn't even I didn't even worry about getting to the school because because I mean, my anger is just fucking like overtaken my body. And I walk over to the bloody fucking what do you call them traffic controller or whatever they are what what position they fucking do. I go to him and I said, um, look, why did that, um, do, do, do you know if there's any reason why that train, uh, was late to the station? And he just fucking shrugs his shoulders at me. Like, he just doesn't know. Like, he hasn't been, he hasn't been told, he's got a radio and shit, he's got a console in front of him, he's got a radio and everything. He just, he doesn't know, he doesn't know why the train was fucking half an hour fucking late. He just shrugs his shoulders at me. I'm just like, oh, right, maybe he doesn't know, so I ask another employee downstairs, they, I said, um, the train of the T3 bank, um, T3 banks time line, line, sorry. 
uh, was about half an hour late. I was like, what, what, what's the reason for that? And again, I'm getting shoulders shrugged at me again. I asked the person next to him. They don't know either. So it's like they've got to find out before, and that's just what well, that's just fucking poor. Like you've, you've got to find out after the fucking customers experience that shit. You've got to find out after the customer has fucking come to you and gone. Why well, is that train coming late? You would you should fucking know where the train's fucking coming late. You should fucking know, and you should fucking tell the passengers at least what's going on. We had people. You know, late for work or late for things because I could. I hate saw people looking at their watches and they were getting very frustrated. People were moving from carriage to carriage, and oh wow, fucking fed up with the Sydney trains now. Fucking fed up with them. After that, like, what a fucking absurd, unnecessary fiasco that was. Just and then I never found out. Why? Like I checked the timetable. Um, I wanted to make sure the trip view app wasn't fucking with me, so I checked the actual timetable, and it said the exact same time as the trip view app. So I was like, "All right then." Um, and then yeah, I just never find out why. I never find out why the train was fucking late. So it's, it's, I don't know. It just comes down to like fucking like knowing. What your job is, I've just, this sounds just, it just sounds petty like me fucking ranting you about it, but oh my god, I'm just fucking pissed. Pissed about that. Like, I just couldn't believe it, I just couldn't believe that, uh, oh, 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 I don't know what the train, uh, like the fucking shrugging that was going on. Excuse me, sir, why was that train, next person, Oh, I don't know, sometimes they come and sometimes they don't. Fuck off. Stick. Isn't that the point of him to stick to a timetable to skip to a schedule? Fucking unbelievable. And that just, uh, that, that, yeah, that just really fucking got me pissed. Another thing that's got me pissed, before we, before we go into more of a pleasant route, I want to end on a more of a pleasant note. Another thing that really got me pissed was um, as we were rolling into uh, Sydney uh, yesterday afternoon, I was looking at these signs and it said um, "Save Marrickville" or "Save." I think it was. I think it was like something like that. "Save Marrickville" or um, "Don't let Marrickville become Marrickville or something like that. It was. It was a weird name, and I think it was. They were playing on like the company that 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 are like building these apartment complexes. That are planning to build these apartment complexes right in the heart of Marrickville, which is a nice little suburb uh, next to where I live in Dulwich Hill. It's a nice little suburb over, um, and they got all the cool shit going down in Marrickville, um, especially coming up in Easter time, Bad Fridays on at the. Um, uh, where is it at? The, um... <laughs> Hold on a second, I've got it right in front of me, it's all good. I had it... I had it literally on the top of my head. Railway Parade. Right. Yeah, it's near the station. And that's a cool little thing, and they got, like, bands coming on playing. And, um... <laughs> 
sometimes there and then and they're more um indie bands too there's um there's a lot of um lesser known artists that come and play and they get their name recognized there it's really cool um one of the dma is headlined last year's bad friday and then this this year they have a secret headliner It'd be cool if it was dma's again um but i know that um belligerents are playing i think um these new south wales are playing um that were the artists that I knew. <laughs> Everything else I didn't really know. But um, that's the point. You go, you go, and, and you see what you like. But yeah, anyway, back to this sign I saw. I was just, I was like, what the, what's going on? So I looked at the uh, thing that were, they were looking at. Uh, the sign. And I went to the, this website that I was supposed to go to. And apparently they want to build apartment blocks in Marrickville. I think in the suburbs, I think. Um, the apartment complexes where people can live, and uh, and they're, they're just saying that's just pretty much commercializing a local suburb, pretty much. And uh, yeah, that that did that that got me too because that just reminds me of those fucking wankers that live over near the opera house. Um, they call it the toaster or something. Those fucking miserable cunts that live over in the toaster and, and complained about that. What was that last thing that they uh, complained about the? Uh, the Sydney Opera House thing. Um, they had like a festival on. I think they complained about Vivid. And then uh, something else happened to Sydney Opera House. And they complained again. And now the government has kind of... Well, the council, government, whoever is around there. They've kind of shortened the after hours of the Opera House because of that. And... Um, like that was... That's just fucked. That's fucked. That's fucked. Destroying the nightlife just so some fucking wankers can get a good night's sleep. And that's what happened with... As much as I enjoy the Holy Moly Club, um, I had to go over to Newcastle. I haven't been to the Newtown one. I mean, that's what they did to the Newtown Social Club. Made it into some sort of, like, tourist attraction. Um, therefore, killing a bit of... And some cool cool bands have played there. I think Group Love played there. Um, pretty much, yeah, that like, that, that part of town... You can't really. You don't go to see live music anymore. You've got and more theatre, but Newtown Social Club was a was a really cool place. And um, but now that's holy moly. So yeah. Um, look, I I don't have that much of a say. I, it would have been cool if they didn't knock down the social club and just knock down something else and then put holy moly there. But they had to go to the social club, I guess. Um, I don't know the reasons behind that, and I've got I've got nothing else to say on that. I just want to fucking say how much of these fucking wankers living in the opera house are. Like, why do you choose to live there? Why did you choose to live there if you know that this is what it's going to be like? Especially with things going, massive events going on at the opera house, people coming out. Um, I think it was New Year's as well. They complained about New Year's too, and. Um, I was like, New Year's is like the the New Year's of the Opera House is one of like the biggest fucking things, biggest things there. Um, that's the thing that gets fucking broadcasted, and then they're just like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Why the fuck are you living there then? Why are you living there? Why did you choose to live there, there, when you could have lived any fucking where else? You had to live there, and then you complain about it. You don't get to fucking complain about it if you live there, and then. I'm pretty sure the opera house was there before you were, you fucking cunt. 
I'm pretty sure like one of Australia's biggest piece of history was there before you up and moved and just went, I'm going to live right here and then fucking piss everyone off. And that's just going to remind me of that's what could happen if they build these apartment complexes in Marrickville. That's what could happen. And I'm thinking about fucking signing up for this thing too because this... As much as those fucking... God. You could just get the exact same thing. Like, uh, if they build them before Mav... They haven't really built built them yet. There's plans to. That's why we've got to stop them before they do it because there's plans to do it. So... Yeah, I, yeah, you gotta fucking... Just commercializing things, man. Just... And then people... You know, just so they can get more... You know, it's all about money in the end, obviously. It's all about money. And that's why they shorten the hours of the Opera House so those people could... Because those people are playing, paying money for the rent. They're... And that's what's happening there. They just want the money. And it's becoming more about that than, you know, appreciating our nightlife and, um, just, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's like no one wants to have fun anymore. Um, not, not everyone, but like there's people that like, and, and especially nowadays with things coming out and that this is not related to the apartment complexes, but things coming out nowadays, uh, things in movies offending people and stuff. I think the latest thing is that Peter Rabbit thing with the allergies. Um, uh, apparently there's a scene in, in the movie where it, um, uh, this could be a spoiler, I don't know, but I just read it anyway because I'm not going to watch Peter Rabbit anyway. Um, but if you don't want to hear it, I guess don't listen. <laughs> There's a scene where... I think it's McGregor is the old dude. He's the old angry bloke. Even though it's played by Donald Gleeson. Uh, he has an allergy to blueberries. And then Peter Rabbit blows blueberries into his mouth. And then he immediately like reaches for his EpiPen. So he doesn't, it stops himself from having that allergic reaction. That... Uh, yeah. That, 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 uh, he starts convulsing. And, blah, 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 and starts doing that shit. Big lips. Fat skin. Yeah. yeah I, you don't want to get into it. Anyway, the, the I think it was the president of the allergies. I, think, I don't know what it was. His name was Kenneth. Kenneth sounds like a fucking name anyway. And he found it. He said he'd like found it offensive. Like what the fuck? Found it offensive, and that just that just people just write letters nowadays. They and people don't they want they don't want to aspire for change. They don't want to. They don't want to. Um, they they don't want to they don't want to uh, I guess you know have any lessons involved. There could be something involved there with allergies that they could have pushed that they could have uh, pushed forward to parents I guess of children that have allergies, especially peanut allergies. And um, you know at least the character does his epipen and he doesn't turn into like a big he doesn't turn have the reaction and then have and just look that horrific. Um, and then they make fun of it. The movie just the movie has him already use his EpiPen apparently, what I've read. And he goes he stops himself from having it. Pretty much saves his own life. And then they just they're just like, Oh no, that's offensive, apologize to us immediately. That's offensive, that's apologize apologize to us immediately. And there's just been heaps of those recently. Um, with a few movies, they're just people just have, can find anything. Nowadays, people can find anything to be offended by. 
and they'll just they'll just they, they won't give solutions. I'll just get now. Nah, I was offended. Remove it. Say sorry. Say sorry. Remove it. Remove it. Fuck off. Go fuck yourself, you fucking cunts. Pretty sure we're gonna run out of things to, you know. Um, like if, if everybody's gonna be offended by entertainment, then what, like, and when we kind of conform to what they want, what entertainment is gonna be left? What is what is gonna be there? Why black comedy is is gonna go? No, it's gonna d- disappear soon. Because there's so many, because of this speak weak, spineless part of society, there is these people that exist. I'm not saying it's everyone, but there is a part, a majority of spineless, just weak people that have to be offended by everything they see, and then they always have to express it. They always have to express it. They always, they always have to say that offends me, or take that away, get rid of it. And I'm just gonna, I'll let, I'll let you know now, if you find anything offensive that I'm saying here, or I'm I, anything of my films that you find offensive, I'm just gonna say loud and clear, go fuck yourself. I'm not apologizing for any, any art that I create. None of it. If it's intentional, every, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to offend but if there's something that I don't think that's going to probably divide people, I'm still going to do it. But I'm not going to be like intense. I don't write things that like in um, that are intending to offend people. Like I'm not going to write this piece about, um, I guess, a big one would be feminism. Just write this film that just fucking takes the piss out of feminists. Like every single line does it. I mean, that that would be very on the nose. Um, but if there's like one joke in there. That could be passed off. I'm, I'm probably still gonna do it, and that's what. Well, that was the problem with the. That was the problem with my latest film. Um, that, um, I got an email that said it portrayed women in a poor light and turned it and pretty much had. Uh, that. Um. I guess that portrayed that the um female character. In pretty much as a, as an object, or um, I was pretty much just using her for sex, pretty much. And um, yeah, I just like I had to email her back. I'm like, I'm sorry you don't understand the film, or I'm sorry you don't understand the script, but that that was wasn't my intentions. And if you want to take it like that way, fine. But yeah, like. Come with a solution. If you think that's the problem, like, come with a solution. Don't just fucking say that shit. And, yeah, because, yeah, I don't like, I don't like commenting on these, on certain things, especially what's happening, um, right now, um, in Hollywood. Um, like, I'll have a say here and there, but I'm not going to make a massive, like, have a massive speech or a monologue because, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not the person to fix it. I don't know what to... Like, I'm... All I can say is that these people are wrong and they shouldn't do it and we hope to change, but there's nothing else I can do. There's nothing more I can do. Um, I can intend marches, I guess, but 
you know, there's nothing more I can do. I'm not the person that's going to revolutionize everything. So I just wanted to say that. That was just... It's one of the things that's been bugging me lately. Just people just being offended by it. Just pretty much everything I see. Like, the, even just funny videos that are supposed to be funny on Facebook. Just dogs falling over. It's like, oh, that dog could have been... Even if, you're being a, even if you're trying to be a troll, just fuck off. If you want to talk like an idiot, don't fucking speak at all. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, well, yeah, what I wanted to finish on was... Um, uh, a couple of nights ago, I was watching... Um, I started watching Black Mirror Season 4, even though it came out on New Year's Day. Um, I started watching Black Mirror Season 4. I wanted to catch up on that. And um, I'm pretty... I'm pretty. It's a pretty... You know... Uh, it's about, about it's like a half and half season so far. Um, I really liked USS Callister. I thought that was a really cool episode. Um, I liked its play on uh, modding in games, um, controlling people, pretty much using them as slaves. But I thought uh, the character of um, Daly, what's his, what's his name? We're just going to call him Daly because that, that's pretty much everybody even called him. Um... Like he was just so easily manipulated, I guess, um, especially by Kristen Milioti's character, uh, Men- M- Nanette. Is that her name, Nanette? Um, that she like how because like there was one scene where like she would he he would he's threatening to pretty much kill her or um, perform this torturous act on her, and then like she's you know she kind of gets the message. Next day, he comes in. She's been she's been so overly nice, and he just like falls for it. Like I just, I just, I just didn't believe that. Um, the rest of the episode I thought was really cool. I liked the production design was beautiful. Um, performance was good too. Um, some great actors in there, especially Jesse Plemons. God, he's coming up great. Um, I like I like Christian um, Christian Milotti, and uh, what is his name? Johnny Simpson is that his name? Johnny Simpson. From um, Westworld, like him too. Um, I don't know the other ones. I know one of that, one of them, one of the actors. I saw her in Nosedive. Was it? Was it in the previous season? She's also in this show called Chewing Gum, which I haven't seen either. But um, I'm pretty sure it's her. And uh, yeah, I thought it was good performances, good production design. Um, just an interesting thing. I've never seen anything like it, to be honest. I've never seen anything like that before. And um, I like the kind of like the parody or spoof of Star Trek. It's trying to do it in a Star Trek form. And, um, you know, showing him as the monster was really cool. But it was just that thing that, I don't know, that thing kind of bothered me. I was just like, I just don't believe that, you know, he would just be like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. She's acting normal. <laughs> but that's just one small thing. Um, episode 2, Archangel, which was directed by Jodie Foster. Um, it starred Charlie, um, Charlotte DeWitt, Charlotte DeWitt, <laughs> is that her name, Charlotte DeWitt, that's someone I used to do, um, Rosemary DeWitt, sorry, Rosemary DeWitt, Charlotte DeWitt's and someone I used to do, um, drama with, uh, Rosemary DeWitt, um, and Brenna Harding from, um, fucking Puberty Blues, so that was cool, um, uh, 
and it's about a mother that's pretty much installs this chip in a child's brain. She only loses it one day, so she installs this chip in a child's brain that allows her to see where she's she is and how she feels, and she controls this filter that can like stop her from seeing bad shit. Um, and one day, because the child is not really learning about what reality is, she pretty much turns the chip off one day, filter off, and just lets her be herself. Anyway, things spiral, and uh, we we are left with this cr- pretty crazy ending. Uh, I'm not really crazy. I, I thought it was quite simple, actually. There could have been something crazy about it, but I thought it was quite simple. Like, yeah, I thought it was quite simple. Um, not as I didn't like it as much as USS Callister. Um, I liked, I liked, uh, I liked Brenna Harding. She was good. Um, Rosemary DeWitt was good too. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I know it's, it's that was they're showing the bad side of that technology, the tracking technology of over pretty much helicopter parenting, pretty much. But um, I don't know, there wasn't really much of an impact it had on me as much as more greater greater episodes have, like um, I think entire history of you, um, ten thousand merits, fifteen thousand merits, whatever you call that one. Um, uh, what was um, Sanjay Napero from season three? And um, it was White Christmas. I think that was a good one too. But my favorite, my favorite one is uh, my favorite Black Mirror episode is entire in the entire history review, which is episode three, season one. Um, my second would probably be um, San Junipero. Uh, but but um, something comes on on par with San Junipero. I think in I think just in my personal opinion. But I'll talk about that in a minute. So that was, yeah, that was what I thought about Archangel. Uh, episode 3, Crocodile, um, was... Uh, I didn't really see a downside to technology in that episode, to be honest. Um, I don't know what the actors' names were, but uh, the woman, like, she has got to be the most despicable, just the worst character Black Mirror has ever created. Or... Um, yeah, she she was like I found it so hard just to root for even what she was doing. There was nothing that made her compassionate. There was nothing that um, made me. Um, well, she was never compassionate, to be honest. But sorry, there was nothing that made me feel sympathy for. Her. I never felt sympathy for her in any moment of the show, of that episode. I was just like, oh, dude, I hope you just get. What you, I hope you get what you get. You know, I hope you get what you get. And she's just getting away with these fucking heinous acts. And then, you know, in the end, there's just this kind of ridiculous end um, with an animal. I'll say an animal, I won't spoil it, but with an animal that I just, uh, I don't know. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. It could be true, but I didn't I didn't buy it. If it's true, let me know, but I just, uh, I just thought it was kind of ridiculous, to be honest. And I just didn't like the character at all. I like to... There are bad characters that you can root for. Uh, Lou Bloom, Nightcrawler. Patrick Bateman, American Psycho. There's bad people you can root for, and I just never rooted for her. So why the fuck should I be interested in her story? I know you should be interested in more of the Indian story, but it focused a lot on this uh, main character. Mia, I think her name was Mia. This main character. So, very dark episode. Very dark episode. But, just, there's no darkness in technology. It was just pretty much the darkness of a human. And of what lengths they go to, of what lengths you go to to cover up something that you've done in the past, and it just keeps snowballing, 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 snowballing. And it was just, yeah, 
I don't know if I'd watch it again, to be honest. Uh, episode four. By the way, um, I would reiterate, I haven't watched all of season four of Black Mirror. I, I just said I started watching it. So I haven't watched all of it yet. I still haven't seen Metalhead or Black Museum. So I'll get to that and I'll probably talk about that next week. But uh, episode four was my favorite episode of the season. Um, it's also one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror, period. And it's called Hang the DJ. Um, it stars uh, Joe Cole from Peaky Blinders. Um, I'm pretty sure it's from Peaky Blinders. I'm pretty sure it's from Packer Brown. He looks like a British Macaulay Culkin, but he looks way better looking. Um, that's where I first saw him, on Peaky Blinders. He played the youngest, uh, the youngest brother, and he was in Green Room too. Come on, give it to me. Show me. Show me. Yeah, there he is, John Shelby. Um... Yeah, he was he was great in the episode. The other girl, I'd never seen him before. I'd, I forget her name, but she played Amy. He played this dude named Frank. Um, and Frank and Amy, uh, they go on this date. They're in this this kind of dystopian future where it's like called the system. And uh, they go on this date, and they only it's it's a system that um, you have this device. It's called Coach. Um, well, it's it's um, kind of Coach controls it all pretty much. And uh, you have you find out you can press this button to find out how long that relationship is, and theirs is only like twelve hours, I think. And they have this beautiful night together. They don't um, have any sex. There's nothing involved. They just have this beautiful night together, and they and pretty much really enjoy each other's company, and they would like to see each other again, but they can't because after the hours is up, you can never see that person again unless you get matched with them again. Um. And um, yeah. And you have to pretty much live for all these relationships to get to that one again. If you even get to that one, that's the problem. So they get stuck in, I think Joe gets stuck in a one-year relationship, and then Amy gets stuck in a nine-month relationship um, with someone else. And then um, they find each other again, and they try to pretty much... There's more that happens between them, but at the pretty much the core of it is them. They want to rebel against the system and see that... Um, to see if everything does work and they can still be together by the end of the episode. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror. Um, just much like San Junipero, um, just relationships, man. Relationships just hit me. Um, anything about, everything, if, if you're, if anything, TV show or movie that does relationship really well, just, it always hits me in a special spot, um, uh, we're talking about Eternal Sunshine, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind today, and that's another movie that was really good. Um, Thai History Review is kind of like a relationship too. There's just there's a there's a lot of um, doubt in that relationship, and then just the darkness. Of that episode was just fucked. Um, but yeah, Hang the DJ has this uh, the way that they showed it, the way that it ended. Um, the, the acting, the performances of Joe Cole and um, the girl, the um, actress that plays Amy, was just what made the episode great for me. Um, and how it all ended was good. I just I don't want to spoil it, so that's what I liked about it. I'm just going over a bit time now, so I'll shut up. But and that's easily my favorite episode of season four so far. I could like Metalhead. I could like Black Museum. I don't know. Um, I heard Black Museum is, is crazy as well. Uh, Metalhead is a bit lukewarm 
apparently, but I've got to make up my own mind, really. Um, and Hang the DJ is definitely one of my favourite episodes of the whole series, and especially it's the best episode season four, my favourite episode season four so far. Um, second being probably USS Callister. Um, that was that, so I can't wait to see the rest of that, and I'll talk about that um, the next two, probably next Tuesday. But yeah, it's been it's been pretty. I don't know, it's, it's been pretty, pretty, pretty solid, but not as good as our previous seasons so far. So, um, look, I've really got nothing else to talk about. I think I'm gonna talk. I'll quickly talk about one thing. Uh, Wombats and MGMT brought out a new album on the same day last week. I listened to the Wombats one first, and then um, and I was kind of. I liked a few songs in that, but there's other songs that I really didn't like, and then I kept listening to it, and I kind of got used to some of the songs. Um, songs that really stood out to me on the first listen were, um, uh, let's, gotta get the track list here, if fucking Spotify will open. Oh, come on, you bastard. God, hey, when you're in that shit and Spotify's just like, no, I can't do it. Can't do it, fam. Um, yes, stood out to me. I already heard Shitty Time before. Lemon to a Knife Fight was a very famous one I've heard before. Like very, everyone knew it. And Black Flamingo was another um, single they released was that I was, didn't like at all, to be honest. And uh, Turn was a really good one that I liked. So Cheetah Tongue was great. Lemon to a Knife Fight was great. Turn was great. Turn is a really great song. Um... White Eyes I liked too, Lethal Combination was good, uh, Out of My Head was good, I Only Wear Black is probably my favourite single on the album, Ice Cream, Dippy and Honey, and I Don't Know Why I Like You Better Do, uh, just kind of like lols, and they kind of end on the lol of the album really, um, Ice Cream, yeah, didn't like Ice Cream, Dippy and Honey is easily the worst single on the album, um, in my, in my personal opinion, um, Black Flamingo, probably been second to that, I don't like Black Flamingo. But, um, I don't know. It's pretty solid. Like, most of those songs I can listen to. So I can pretty much say it's a solid album. And, um, I'm still listening to it, so. And then, um, I, after that, I got onto MGMNT's new album, Little Dark Age. And, uh, I had heard Little Dark Age before. I had heard, um, um, Hand Over, uh, When You Die, and Me and Michael, I think were the four singles they released. So I listened to all those, um, Little Dark Age being my favourite um, of those ones, uh, second being probably Me and Michael, or When You Die, I mean, The Die is a really cool one though. Um, but yeah, another, just a really different, um, they've really gone for like a, it's kind of like synth pop, but they've like, it's like kind of spooky synth pop. So um, yeah, that was really cool. Um, she works out too much. I didn't like it at first when I first listened to it. Um, so I went straight to the, and the little dark age played straight after that. And I love little dark age. So that was good. When you die, I liked that. Me and Michael was good. Um, time spent looking at my phone was good. And that was a very real one, <laughs> especially considering the project that I'm doing at the moment, um, uh, from major that song hit it. Uh, James is okay. Days Ago Away is okay. One of the Try is pretty good. When You're Small, um, was good too. Hand It Over was also a good finish to the album. Uh, my favourite of this whole album is still Little Dark Age. I love that song and how, just how haunting it is, but also at the same time being kind of absurd. Um, kind of absurd, but also like kind of, 
I don't know, also looking at uh, how the world currently is and what's going on, and there's some shit going on, and um, it's like a, it's like keeping a secret almost. Um, so that's still my favorite. Um, Times music on my phone will probably be my... Uh, my th- even my second or my third. It's either that or between that or when you die. I like. I really like when you die. Um, but yeah, I just way much better than their previous project, really. Um, because Rackle Spectacular was good. Um, that had a lot of songs. You can just listen to that whole album all the way through. It's great. Um, Congratulations is probably one of their best. Metanoia was um, was I don't know. It was mixed on Metanoia. And then their other one I just didn't really go much on. But Little Dark Age has become one that I'm... I'm still listening to it. I only started listening to it yesterday. And I'm still listening to it as much as the Wombats album as well. So I'm still listening to that. Um, but I'm, I'm liking it at the moment. I'm liking it. It's different. And they've, they're going for a much more... I don't know. Kind of spooky sound. Especially the... Um, some of the vocals. Just very... I don't know. Dissonant ominous. Um, creepy. <laughs> and I like it. It's like fresh, it's different, and that's what I like. Um, so, yeah. Um, if you like the Wombats, obviously you've probably already listened to it already, and if you're a fan of NGMT, get onto it. Um, you've probably already got into it. Um, but, and if you haven't heard these bands, Wombats is good. They're both, like, they're both good. Um, Wombats is this kind of, uh, alternate rock band from Liverpool, and... MGMNT is this American kind of pop duo, um, and they're much more leaning in more into synth pop with this latest this latest album. And um, so, if you like those kind of like genres of music, I'd suggest you get into them because they they make some good shit. Look, fuck, I'm going to forty minutes here. Um, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. I'm going to see Lady Bird, and I'll be talking about Lady Bird on Thursday. I'll probably also be talking about Last Flag Flying, because I just saw that as well. I just watched that as well, so I'll be talking about those two. Um, probably, most likely, be filling it with Lady Bird, because um, it's a very special event screening tomorrow I'm going to. Alone on Valentine's Day, I know, rocking it. And I'm probably going to follow traditional Valentine's Day with another showing to myself of Blue Valentine. Because I love that film. Uh, <laughs> so I'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Have a uh, stay safe for the next two days, and uh, I'll talk to you then.